Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Read with Michelle Martin. She's a first-time author. She used to be a financial journalist with Platts. She worked with other financial media institutions as well, but gave that up to be a stay-at-home mum. We're featuring her first book, which happens to be a children's novel that features an alien. That's right. I think I've said this in my head when thinking about, you know, people. It's the first time I've seen this in a title. My BFF is an alien is the title of Vivian Teo's brand new book. How are you, Vivian? I'm very good. Hi, Michelle. Hi, love to title. So how did that come about? Okay, so uh, this book, right, uh, I really started with a goal, which was to write a middle grade story that would not only be fun for children to read, um, but would also resonate with and inspire them through themes like friendship and courage. So um, I I have this habit of like doing a lot of thinking at night before going to bed. And um, Mm. one night, (laughs) the idea of having a BFF with an alien with superpowers came to me. (laughs) So by like two or three in the morning, I had conceived the entire plot from beginning to end. I had the book title and character names. Um, you know, as I made up the story in my head, I cried and laughed silently to myself at various points. And, um, you know, that was when I knew at that time, you know, this was a story I had to tell. And, you know, much, yeah, much, much as, you know, my BFF is an alien, it's about the adventure a Singaporean girl goes on with an alien BFF. Mm. I had really set out to write a story about friendship and the challenges children experience in the tween and teen phases of their lives. That's terrific. You know, when I think uh, about a, a BFF being an alien, I think that this is such a great um, tool, device to explore the gap between yourself and an other. Does this come into play in the book? Yeah, definitely. Because I think in the story, um, you know, you see the friendship that forms between the two characters, um, Adriana and Octavia. And, um, you know, through their friendship and their experiences and what happens in school, uh, they get to know each other. And even though, you know, Octavia is an alien from a faraway planet, which mm. makes her different from um, the people here. So um, I think it shows in the story how their friendship overcomes that and how... Um, Excuse me. How you know um, people can actually become friends despite the different backgrounds? Love that. So, Abriana, who is um, the character that we read about, we see the world through her eyes. She is socially awkward, and I know there are lots of girls out there who feel the same way. What does this book say to them about that? Um, yeah, I actually wrote my BFS is an alien from um, Abriana's perspective. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, it felt really natural to do so because, you know, Adriana was actually based on the girl I was when I was 13. Mm. And um, like, you know, Adriana, I remember being, um, you know, insecure and socially awkward as well. And, you know, uh, when I started secondary school, um, you know, I I also went there without a best friend. And, you know, the class was mostly filled with unfamiliar faces. And I was often one of those who were left out when we were told to form a group or, or we were told to work in pairs. So, you know, it's like really human nature to want to belong. And this need for a sense of belonging is even more pronounced when you're a tween or teen. And I think when you're socially excluded, your self-worth takes a hit. And, you know, back then I used to wonder, you know, what's wrong with me? Mm. Um, But like Adriana, you know, I learned to step out of my shell and really notice. And that was when I realized that, you know, I wasn't the only one who felt like a misfit. Just like, you know, how Adriana realized Octavia was also in need of a friend. And, you know, I think kids need to know that they're never alone. Um, chances are, you know, there's another kid who's also looking for a friend. You, you just need to notice and empathize. 
So I kind of hope that, you know, this story it sends a message to kids who feel lonely or inferior because they are not outstanding or popular, that it's okay to not be popular and it's okay to be the underdog. Um, and you'll see, you know, as the story and the book series progress, um, you'll see how Adriana grows in confidence and into the, her own person. So I hope that, you know, kids who feel like they are socially awkward or misfits can see that, you know, if Adriana can make it, so can they. I love that. You know, kids in school can often wield that power of exclusion. And many adults, I think, if you've experienced that, you know how painful that can be to not be in the in-group. So to have a book that champions the underdog is terrific. I associate the term BFF with with female relationships. Did you write with a female audience in mind? Actually, I, yes, I actually kind of like deliberately wanted my two main characters to be female, but I don't think I, I really am targeting my book, um, you know, to a female audience. I've always kind of feel like, you know, whether a book um, lead characters is male or female, it's a, it's a book that, you know, children, both boys and girls can enjoy. So, um, you know, I'm a mother of two girls who will turn 8 and 10 this year, and I'm always on the lookout for good local middle grade books for my girls who love adventure stories. And there are many good ones out there, but I noticed that many adventure stories, they often have male protagonists. And sometimes I do kind of wish that there were more that featured female lead characters that are relatable to and even role models for my daughters, um, which is also why I wanted to write a story, you know, with uh, female lead characters going on adventures, tackling school, navigating friendships. Yeah. What, what, in your opinion, do you think books need to do to hold children's attention in this day and age? I mean, now maybe it's slightly easier because they're all stuck at home uh, <laughs> and reading is a you know choice leisure activity. But, you know, still turning the page, keeping them focused. What did you do to hold a child's attention? Um, I think um, for... Uh I think, you know, many of us, uh, like including children, um, you know, we enjoy reading fiction because books, they stir our imagination and take us places. But I think children's books, um, they play a much more important role than just providing a form of escapism. Um, you know, I, I grew up reading, you know, Enid Blyton's books and, um, you know, it's really fun, you know, reading about like uh, The Enchanted Forest, The Wishing Chair, the books, they take us places. Um, but, but with uh, children's books, I think it's, they play a very important role because they give children hope that good can triumph over evil. And like a story's protagonist, um, children can hope that they too can overcome seemingly insurmountable challenges in real life. And yeah, but, but how, do you, how do you keep a, a, a child riveted and wanting to turn the page, do you think, as an author? Um, yeah, I think um, it's also about um, the storyline, the plot, Mm. And kind of like, so my BFF is an alien, it's an adventure, and I think that keeps uh, children entertained. I think that it has relevant um, themes like friendship and courage, which I think uh, like children in their tweens and teens, are, are you know, um, that it will resonate with them. So I think the mm. themes are important and also the, the storyline, mm-hmm. it should be something that's exciting and can capture their attention. Is, is uh, the alien here on a mission, for example? Uh, yes, mm. uh, for Octavia, she is um, her. Fa- she and her parents actually crash landed in Singapore, and um, <laughs> they. Uh, so you know, she becomes friends with Octavia, uh, with Adriana, and then they embark on a quest to find an important element that's lost in Singapore, which will help Octavia's war-stricken planet. So they're kind of on a mission there to find something that will help Octavia. So I think it's with. 
uh, this plot, uh, it, it drives the story along and, you know, yeah. uh, readers, they will be um, invested to know, hey, you know, what's going to happen with Octavius' planet? You know, are the Tugas going to succeed in their quest? So something like that, I think, um, will drive a, a plot forward and keep children mm. uh, very entertained at the same time. Did you think about likability as well, that characters, you know, pretty much have to be likable? And did you think about building that in? Or was it more important that characters reflect um, what children are experiencing in school now? Um, I think both um, play an important part. Um, I think a, a likability of a character is important. That character need not be perfect, you know. Mm. Um, in real life, mm. you know, people have their flaws and, and it is the same way with uh, Adriana and Octavia as well. So they have their flaws, but it's because of that it makes them very real. Um, and um, so I, I think um, the likability of a character is important uh, in, in that sense. Yeah. I know that you were a financial journalist. Um, do you miss this world at all, this world of business and finance? Um, yeah, sometimes actually. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I was a, a financial journalist and editor for about 14 years and, and it was a career I really enjoyed. Uh, but I think um, what felt really hard for me back then when I was a full-time working mom was that, you know, I felt like my kids were growing up really fast yeah. and I, I don't get to see and be with them as much as I like. And you know, that's where, that was when I decided to work freelance instead, so I have to have the flexibility to work from home and not have to rush to work and back day in, day out. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I do kind of miss, you know, the, the very fast-paced uh, lifestyle, you know, when you're doing financial news, is, is very um, time-critical. I, I do kind of miss that, but I, at the same time, I'm also enjoying what I'm doing right now. You know, I love making up stories. Um, you know, I do that a lot for my kids. You know, yeah, that time. So, so it's really fun. I'm having great fun now as well. Wonderful. What are your plans? I know this is your debut novel. What are your plans for future novels? This is part of a series, correct? Ah, yeah, that's right. So um, this book, uh, that's the first book of the series, is uh, just out recently. And so this is a four-book series, so we have three more books to go. Um, the second book is expected um, out later this year, probably around October, October if I'm not wrong, and... Yeah, so I think with three more books coming, that's keeping me busy for quite a bit now. All right. Well, I have to ask a question that I think many would-be people in the financial world who are thinking of becoming authors are thinking in their minds right now, which is, how did you get the book deal for a four-book four series? <laughs> um, okay, so, you know, when I really decided I wanted to work freelance, right, um, you know, I thought about what is it I wanted to do. So I'm doing some freelance uh, writing for some parenting websites. And also I thought about, you know, hey, maybe, you know, I can write a book. You know, I've always thought it'd be nice I could write something for my children to read. So I actually did sit down and I brainstormed for ideas. I did research. I read tons of middle grade books there in the market. So, um, you know, and then when I knew I had this idea of writing about this book, uh, about friendship and an alien BFF, um, I just went about doing it, um, and you know, I I think I finished the first my first draft in um, a matter of few months, uh, four or five months, and then I sent it in uh, to a few publishers, and um, and I think a few, couple of months later, uh, my publisher Epigram Books uh, got back to me and told me they were interested uh, in publishing my book, and they saw a potential in it being a series. So I, I think that was really the, the best thing that, that has happened so far for me, you know, um, in this aspect. So you reached out, basically. You made this happen for yourself. Yes, yes, indeed, I did. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Well, congratulations on your first book. The title again, listeners, is My BFF is an Alien. My BFF is definitely an alien. She has an outside sense of humor, let me tell you that. Uh, Vivian <laughs> Teo joining me live this morning. Thanks, Vivian. Thank you so much, Michelle. Oh, wonderful. I love reading good, great books, especially books, uh, children's books that are, you know, tongue-in-cheek and, and make you laugh out loud. So this definitely is uh, My BFF is an Alien. Again, you want to look out for that. Vivian Teo, the first in a four-book series. To listen- Listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.